Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. This story is about a misunderstanding and how long it takes to figure it out. Daniela DeCatz bought a plant at a garden store a good while ago, and now the darn thing has grown to a record size, for England, anyway. Plant's 25 feet tall and is really more of a tropical thing, so DeCatz and others quite surprised that it survived snowfall and freezes without really even getting any water or fertilizer, and it's as big as it is. Recently, someone told her that what she had bought, advising the 83-year-old woman that the plant she purchased in 1973 was a yucca plant, which Ducasse was quite surprised to hear, distinctly remembering that when she got the thing, the label on the side says she was buying a pot plant. So you could imagine the surprise on her face when she was told the garden center meant potted plant and not a pot plant. plant. <laughs> Cliff, I can tell you right now, yeah, this week is going to be one of those weeks. <laughs> You're absolutely right. I can tell it now. What's uh, what's going on on your end? Well, on my end, I walked into yeah. the uh, Country 98.1 studio this morning. Yeah. I flipped the light on. I sat down. I turned the computers all on, the screens mm-hmm. all on. And there's a check engine light on the computer screen. <laughs> no. I don't know what that means in commu- computer technology. <laughs> That's pretty, pretty rare, actually. So I, it's been broken good. I don't know what things are going to happen to us this morning i know in my car when the check engine light comes on i just put a piece of black electrical tape over it and go on to hide yeah i don't think that's going to work in this case is this something you may have to come out here i'm probably gonna have to come and look at it yeah have you seen this very often in your it career Uh, actually no in all the time that i've worked in uh, the IT field, and that's going back to the mid-1990s. <laughs> I've never seen a check engine light come on on a computer. We all know Mondays can be kind of rough, and there, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> are, there are Mondays, Cliff, when I can't decide whether, honestly, to do this program or go get an autopsy. And today I'm thinking about the <laughs> autopsy. <laughs> this check engine light is messing with me like you wouldn't believe. So, I mean, so... You mean to get an autopsy for yourself? Yes, for myself. Yes. How do you how do you ask for that? I mean, how do you check it? Where do you check in? You just go like the emergency room. Excuse me, I'd like an autopsy. I think you do. I, I'm not sure, Cliff. <laughs> how does that work? I, I don't know. I, I don't know either. But um, I'm I'm ready to go to the hospital and ask for one right now. I'm. This is just like <laughs> you know, confusing. You'd, you'd probably they'd probably tell you to check with your GP and get a referral to a specialist. <laughs> well, that's probably true. Yes. <laughs> You know, Cliff, I don't like the circumstances, and I don't want to make light of it at all. But yeah. uh, if it wasn't for the circumstances, you were talking about the school in Warwick County, the schools in Warwick County, Yeah. you know, trying to take your kids to school today because of mm-hmm. the lack of bus drivers. Yes. If I was a kid and it wasn't these circumstances that we're living in, that would be <laughs> like hitting the lottery. I can't go to school today because there's no buses to come pick me up. Is that not true? No, you're absolutely right. I would um, think that I would just want. It's like, like when when uh, when we were kids here in Princeton, there was some issue with the water tower, and basically the entire town lost water pressure. And it was a fabulous May day. It was sunny. It was warm, and there was no school. It was the best day ever. <laughs> See how you remember that from all those years ago? I do, yes. Actually, yes. Can you imagine what it would be like if you got the call? 
Sorry, you can't go to school today. We don't have anybody to pick you up. Oh, drats. Doggone it. Without a doubt, what we call or what we know on a societal level, 2020 has been a bad year. And for many of us, it's also been a bad year on a personal level. For some of us, that personal agony has become, well, has become evidence that 2020 is just about the best, the worst it could possibly get. Take, for instance, Allison Redman, who recently embarked on an adventure that at first seemed quite safe from a pandemic perspective. Six days backpacking on the north rim of the Grand Canyon with her father and eight other family members. A couple of days in, on a seven-mile hike, the group stopped at a place called Thunder River to rest. Allison took off her shoes and, while stretched out and relaxed, felt something on her toe. At first, she thought it was a bee sting, but the next morning her toe had swollen to a huge size, and soon Allison was being helicoptered to a Flagstaff hospital. In route, paramedics surmised that she had suffered a snake bite of some sort, likely poisonous, but since she didn't see the snake, they administered a general anti-venom that they carry with them in that part of the country for field rescues. When she got to the ER, doctors agreed and gave her more of it. Now, a little background on antivenoms. They're developed from antibodies of various animals, and this particular one was made from the antibodies of a horse, which, as you might expect, for Allison Redmond, presented just one problem because she's deathly allergic to horses. The resulting anaphylactic shock caused doctors, doctors to fly her to Phoenix, where she was in a coma for a few days, and only recovered after being treated with antivenom that was definitely made from sheep and not horses. Put that down as another reason why I don't do any hiking, Cliff. <laughs> no way. Especially in the uh, uh, Grand Canyon area. There's too much outside my door for me to go hiking, Cliff. <laughs> well, there's, no, there's no rattlesnakes out your front door. I don't know if that's true, and I don't want to find out if that's true. <laughs> I really need to find a hobby on my ride into work in the morning, Cliff. <laughs> Just to, as you're driving to work, you need a hobby while you're driving. I really believe I do. The thought, you don't need a hobby when you're driving. You need to pay attention when you're driving. That's the problem, though. The things that I think of on the way to work this each morning is quite scary. This morning, for some reason, yeah, out of the blue, yeah, the name Eng Engelbert Humperdinck popped into my head. <laughs> now, I haven't thought of this man in 40 years, at least 30. But okay. all of a sudden, that's all I could think about was this guy. Yeah, And I just... I was stuck on that, thinking, is he even alive today? So when I got here, the first thing I did, Cliff, was I yeah. Googled him, which is sad. That's the first Google of your day. <laughs> and he is alive. The He's first 84. Google of your the day. first Google of your day is Engelbert Humperdinck. You know it's okay. going to downward trend the rest of the day. Yeah. And he's still alive. He's 84 years old. I did not know yeah. that he was born in India. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Yes. And I also didn't know that yeah. he was actually named after random letters on an eye chart. Well, he was. Yes. <laughs> you see, they came well, up with the H-U-M-P, <laughs> yeah. and that was the hump, and then the yeah. dink, and they thought that didn't sound right, a hump dink. <laughs> hump so, they, dink. so they put an E-R in the middle of that, and it's like, okay. that sounds pretty good, humper dink. Yeah. And that's and we, how he got his name. We all know that big letter at the top of the eye chart is E. Yes. The nurse's <laughs> so first name. Yes. yes. Yeah. Cliff, I think that I've got the perfect punishment song that we could use at some point or another. And <laughs> Okay. Is I, it Engelberg Humperdinck? Well, I'm, I'm going to read you the lines from <laughs> okay. this song. 
Okay. And I want you to see if you can come up with the name of the song for a okay. punishment. And okay. I also think that one of the lines in there, Cliff, is yeah. so horribly bad, it could come down as one of the things said today. Okay. I'm, I'm kind right. of excited here. Here we go. Okay. It's so hard to explain everything that I'm feeling. Face to face, I just seem to go dry. Because I love you so much that the sound of your voice can get me high. Any idea what song that is from, Cliff? <laughs> I have no idea. Yes. I like the face-to-face. -face. I just seem to go dry. I don't even know what that means. Do you? Can you educate me on what that means? <laughs> I'm not sure I can do it over the radio. <laughs> well, it's a strange, strange, <laughs> strange line. I'm thinking uh, maybe yeah. he loses his saliva. I don't know what it means. Well, you know, that's possible that, you know, his mouth just gets so dry he can't talk. Yes, because he's so in love with this yep. woman. And, of course, that's Cliff, possible. this comes from, and you were almost yep. in the right neighborhood, yep. After the Lovin' by Engelbert Humperdinck. Do you remember that song? <laughs> yes. I had previously forgotten it until you brought it back up. Would that be a good punishment oh. song? Oh, good Lord, Yes. <laughs> Cliff, I can't help but feel like there's something going on here at Country 98.1 that <laughs> I don't know about, besides okay. the check engine light on my uh, computer board. Okay. Got this What's voice that? message. Maybe you could uh, help me out a little bit, okay? Okay. Okay, sure. Five in the morning to you, Phil McCracken. Hey, call me later. Thanks, Cliff. What's going on with you and Phil McCracken? <laughs> huh? I missed one day, day, and you guys <laughs> applauded against me last week. One day. You didn't. No one plotted against you. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe Phil McCracken did. But trust me, that was a one-sided conversation. I never made any offers or said anything about, you know, you being gone and he being here in, in your place. So, I'm not sure I could sit in the same room with a dude with a, with a skirt on for four hours anyway. That's a good point. But you're so, not in the same room right now. Well, I don't think he knows how to push the buttons. Are you seeing Phil McCracken behind my back? That's <laughs> no. what I'm getting at. No. Is there something going on here with you and Phil? No. Trust me on this. I tell you what stresses me a little bit, Cliff. What's that? Black bears in downtown Evansville. That makes me <laughs> nervous. That. that makes me nervous. I saw that post uh, on social media yesterday. Uh-huh. It was pointed out to me, too. <laughs> it says that there was a black bear captured on uh, surveillance video from Old National Bank. Saturday night, and it was released to the public during the day on Sunday. My guess is the website that published that post, um, or the Facebook page, probably not entirely on the up and up. You don't think there was a black bear there? Well, I can tell you that there were. Uh, I was uh, doing a, some photo work in downtown Evansville on Saturday evening, probably not as late as this was alleged to have occurred. I didn't see any bears. Just overdressed people going out to eat. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of that. Yeah. Well, um, and and when you stop to think think about the timing of the thing, um, this was captured on surveillance video on Saturday night, and it was released on Sunday. Who at the bank works at that time of the weekend? You know, that's a good point. <laughs> I mean, just stop and think about that for a second. Well, my first thought when I saw it, Cliff, yeah. was I know yeah. from my reading materials yeah. that. Black bear attacks on humans are on the increase. Well, yeah, They're going after us like it's 2020. <laughs> and so if you're in the woods and you meet an angry bear, and yeah. it could happen, you could be in your yard. 
We totally could have. You could yeah. run into an angry bear. You have yep. two choices, friends. Two. All righty. On how to, you know, what you should do. Number yes. one, you can mm-hmm. lay on the ground and play dead. Or number okay. two, go for the real thing. Because one of those two is going to happen. <laughs> is that not right? No, you're, you're absolutely You're either right. going to play dead or you're going to be dead. <laughs> Weed with the turmoil that's been brought to us by the year 2020, many people have been forced to, new look, to forced to look for new ways to relax. And I think this idea from the Netherlands could catch on here if we have someone who has the facilities and inventory to make it happen. The Dutch words for what's happening is koei kanufelen. And it's a practice centered on the inherent healing properties of a good hug and then two to three hours of snuggling. By the way, the Dutch words translate to the English phrase cow hugging yes people in the netherlands are now paying good money to go to a farm and spend an afternoon hugging and snuggling with cows it's said that the cow's warmer body temp coupled with the slower heartbeat and mammoth size make for a soothing experience and giving the cow a back rub reclining against them or even getting licked all part of the therapeutic encounter i want you to picture that in your head cliff Mm -hmm. sometime this afternoon you call up a person who has a bunch of cows at his place and ask if you could go out and hug them for two or three hours. And <laughs> How long do you think before they call the police saying we got a weirdo here? <laughs> we got a weirdo. Wanting to come out into my cow pasture and hug my cows. <laughs> well, Cliff, I've never been able to um, complete a Rubik's Cube, ever. <laughs> I hate stuff like that, to be honest with you, and I lose interest really quick. I get I'm, I'm, frustrated. Yeah, I'm I'm not a um, not a person for like riddles and puzzles and that kind of thing either. So I I understand what you're talking about. I like my stuff quick and fast. You know what I'm saying? Well. I don't like to think about it. I just like to do it. And, and that's probably why you're a lonely man. Well, I'm just saying I don't like to have to think about it. I hate stuff like Rubik's Cube. I hate Battleship, that stupid game, you know, where you sunk my battleship. I hate that stuff. Yeah. And the guy that invented the Rubik's Cube, his name is Erno Rubik, and yeah. he's come out, I don't know why I said it that way, he's come out with a brand new book. <laughs> I don't know why that came out like that, but he's got a new book out, Cliff. Okay. And I think I could write a book Yeah. counteracting his book. Mine would be 101 places Mr. Rubik can put his stupid cube because I hate those things. <laughs> Cliff, are you in a position where you can get to our text messages? Yeah, absolutely. Can, can you look I up mean, the one that Angie just sent a few minutes ago? Um, sure. This really? is why I love this service, Cliff. <laughs> this is exactly why I love this. Because uh-huh. our wonderful 11 listeners are out and about doing their life. And Angie That's happened right. to be in Walmart. And there's the book yeah. that she was looking at. And... and um, you know, the listeners see things that we don't see, things that we would, of course, find interesting and that our other listeners would also find interesting. Like, say, that book now on sale at Walmart for $7.64. <laughs> what would make you, Cliff, at some point in your life think, yeah. I need to write a book about this. And yeah. this is the title of the book. I Need a New Butt. That was it, yes. <laughs> the name of the book is... I need a new butt. And it's like and a little cartoon thing. Thankful, I mean, it's a children's book. Yes. Appears to be. And on the cover of the children's book is a 
young boy with a, well, his plumber's crack is showing. <laughs> I like on the front of the book, it says, illustrated by Ross Kennard. <laughs> when you're a kid, Cliff, you never thought in your life that you would grow up to be the illustrator of a book called... I Need a New Butt. Yes, yes. <laughs> and you would be drawing butts, apparently. Yes. <laughs> That's my specialty. Drawing butts. Not mine. <laughs> Ross's. I, I can't draw anything. TV show Cops. I love that show. You know, it yeah. went off the air, but now it's resumed production yeah. again. Oh, it's back. Huh? It's going to be back. Okay. Or as rednecks like to call it, we're ready for yeah. a close-up. Come and get me. <laughs> because everyone that they've ever had on that show that was, you know, a criminal, <laughs> runs around with no shirt on. <laughs> that's that's exactly right. And no shoes. And, there, you know, there's generally some butt crack showing. And some tattoos showing. There's never a guy well, in a three-piece suit. Tattoos, but no, there's nothing. I'm, but I'm just you know. saying, there's never the guy in a three-piece suit they pull out of an office building the co- the, you know the show cops really does not about white collar crime it's it's about drunken rednecks you're absolutely right yes ready for their close-up <laughs> and it's time now for a very somber take it to the bank somber a somber take it to the bank oh, oh okay you see cliff yeah there's a very valid way they have found out yep. to predict your heart health and it's basically men Mm-hmm. If you can perform at least 40 push-ups in one attempt, no stopping, you are less likely to suffer heart disease in the next 10 years. If you can do that. If you can do 40 push-ups without stopping. Is this for men or women or This both? is just for men. Just for men. Okay. Yes. They have well, found that middle-aged guys <laughs> who can do that you know. have a 96% reduced risk of developing heart disease, and having heart attacks in the next 10 years. Okay. As compared to people like me. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> who get winded putting our seat belts on in their car. You see, Cliff, <laughs> I have to reach back behind me. My yeah. arms are so, so short. My yep. stomach mm-hmm. rubs against the steering wheel. And yeah. that affects my flexibility of getting behind <laughs> me to get the seat belt on. 40 push-ups. <laughs> there is no way in the world I could ever do that. Could you do 40 push-ups, Cliff, without no, stopping? Certainly, no, certainly not. How many do you think you could do? I don't know, probably like five. Five? Maybe five. On a, you know, if I was feeling pretty spry, I could do five. Well, it says but here just, if you do 10 or less, yeah. you might as well get the flowers because I was gonna it's say, over. The, the, by the way, the phone number for Colvin Funeral Home is 812-385-5221. Yes. Get, get your order in early. That's right. Operators are standing, standing by. by for you. And all of that you can sadly, Cliff, take yeah. to the bank. As a matter of fact, Cliff, I'm yes. a little winded now and we've only been talking for 60 seconds. We've just been talking about doing push-ups. Yes. Well, Cliff, was anything said today? Uh, as a matter of fact, there was. Morning Roadshow phrases of the day start with the uh, words of wisdom that you actually said. Number three, you're either going to play dead or you're going to be dead. That's right. <laughs> That's how you get past an altercation with a bear in downtown Evansville. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, are you seeing Phil McCracken behind my back? Well, I think you are. <laughs> Although you could take that the other way and go, 
it's a word of warning. Phil McCracken is behind your back. Yeah, that's a dude in a skirt. Turn around. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point too, Cliff. Yes. Yeah. And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, getting licked is part of the therapeutic encounter. No, no. Some with some with less than honorable intentions might say, that's what she said. <laughs> You're talking cows. Yes, we are. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.